This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Have you ever wondered what an NBA-style trade-off might look like in European football? Well, fear no more, because today we'll be taking a step into the fantasy world to discover just what that might be like. It's Wednesday the 19th of July. I'm Amos Murphy. I'm Ollie McCall. I'm Ollie Kirsch, you bastard. There we go. Straight away, new seasons <laughs> upon us. And this is the City Report Podcast. Chaps, welcome back to a brand new season. Obviously, Adam and I did our little pre-season return on Monday. We took a look at some of the players who might be leaving City this window. Go back and have a listen to that episode if you haven't already. We also had quarterfinal one of the John Stones paint trophy, which, Ollie McCall, it didn't go well for you. Fix, fix and fix again. It's like being at UEFA. <laughs> Stocking. I'm. Uh, that that will that will rankle with me for a long time to come. I think. Well then, well then. Um, one Abysmal. happy bunny there, uh, Oliver Kirsch. Your quarterfinals coming up on Friday's show, so no spoilers. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, no spoilers. But um, how have you found the 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 quizzing so far? Obviously, we know the results. The listeners don't, so don't um, don't give them any hints. But it's been it's been interesting. I have to say, I, I've seen some head losses. Um, I've seen some <laughs> interesting uh, performances as well, and and some people who give it the big talk, maybe not. Perform- Performing as they would like. Yeah, I think one of the most interesting uh, answers has come from the one I'm on. But as you said, no spoilers, so I'm not going to give anything away whatsoever. But uh, there was there, there was some there was a rogue answer or two in there. 
you you could say that you could say that it's funny obviously yeah. people flock to our uh, our podcasts to get expert analysis and expert views on Manchester City Football Club then you put them in front of a bit of trivia and you start getting answers like we've had but like I said that's to come on Friday so stick around for that later on in the week hey Spotify's click or tap the banner to listen to rap caviar the freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever Brought to you by our friends at Stars and the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. So today we're going to imagine what it's like if NBA style trades existed in European football. And yes, this is sort of like the the epitome of pre-season content, but it should be fun. I'm excited for it. We've uh, been stewing over the ideas all day long, coming up with some possibilities, and, and I'm really excited to get into them. Here's how it's going to work then. Well, I've given both Ollies a list of City players who are available for trade, and their task has, to been, has been to come up with a suitable offer for each player. They'll both be assigned a different club from Europe. I'll be assuming the role of City's director of football to see whose offers are the best full disclaimer if any news outlets or aggregators are listening this is completely hypothetical there are well maybe a few stories that back it up but we are just we're making it up basically this is what it's got to this is what it's come to no football for a few weeks and we're resorting to this but like i said it should be fun um Ollie Kirsch, any questions before we get into it? I know you've got your list of uh, targets primed and ready. Are you going to be uh, adopting, I don't know, like a Daniel Ste- uh, Daniel Stevie, Daniel Levy style uh, approach to this? Are you going to be trying to be as you know um, tight as possible as Mister Levy was, or are you going to go all guns blazing? You're going to be offering the world to me to try and get uh, get the treble winners away from the Etihad. It depends who it is. Uh, I'm, I'm taking into account. In particular with Chancello, just the the potential dressing room disruption attitude issues. You know, even before City's had that track Mm. record of flouncing out of clubs, as we've discussed many times. So I think certain players, it'll be easier to drive a hard bargain. Others, i.e. Chancello, it's going to be quite difficult. Ollie McCool, how how are you going to approach this? Because um, I guess you know people who follow you on social media will know you're a, you're a happy go lucky fella most of the time, and I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll be expecting more of the same as you assume the the, the role of director of football for clubs across Europe. You know, are you going to be coming to me with the best players and and trying to prize them away like that, or are you going to be a little bit more sly about it? Well, frankly, when directors of football meet to discuss transfers, it's usually in a posh London hotel, nice <laughs> bottle of wine, and here I am in my bedroom with a two pound bottle of beer from Lidl so it's not it's not the most glamorous of atmospheres but um we'll go with it and uh we'll see what deals we end up making yeah yeah let's get into it then um the first one as alluded to by Mr Kirsch or director of football Kirsch as I should call him now is Cancello now Oliver Kirsch Ollie K you're going to take up the role of Arsenal 
Arsenal want Cancelo. That is a real-life transfer story. We know that is uh, a player of interest to them. Oli McCool, you're going for Real Madrid. Now, there's not so much substance in the in the sense of real-life stories linking him to Real Madrid, but he's a player who I think most of us could agree his, his ego especially does fit somewhat. So, um, Oliver Kirsch, I'll, I'll hand over to you to start off with. I've got Cancelo here. I want out. He's available for trade. He's on the transfer list. Who are you offering to me as the Arsenal director of football to try and get him off my hands? It has to be Saliba. William Saliba just it signed a new contract Saliba. at the Emirates. Oh, no. Obviously, um, is he 21, 22? Dubbed as the, the future of... Yeah, well, uh, well, well, it's worth noting that this is before we've had any kind of confirmation on Gavardio. Right, okay. so the centre-back situation for City is still up in the air. Uh, so, as it stands, you, Chicky Bagheera Stan Amos Murphy, <laughs> Amos Chicky Murphy, you are looking for a centre-back to complement the system that you're playing. Saliba has, has proven that he's more than capable. Essentially, a few questions over his fitness, though we assure you that our medical team is second to none, as we've just pinched you. Was it Man United, Doctor? No, it uh, went the other not... way around. The Man United, uh, the Arsenal are <laughs> going to Manchester United. <laughs> Was it? So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know when his medical reports come through then when we actually uh, get a replacement. In. But no, on a serious note with that, Saliba has proven that he can do it to an elite level. Um, at Arsenal, we need somebody like Chancellor that has got that dynamism both up and down the pitch. I think... Mm. Arsenal's, I'm going to kind of flip between this first-person role-playing here and the third-person <laughs> commenting on Arsenal. But yeah, full-back has been a problem for Arsenal as well. So yeah. you can absolutely understand why they might be quite desperate. But you know, I guess Saliba's the crown jewels um, in, in Arsenal's defence. It, it's a tough one. It is a tough one mm. because realistically, from an Arsenal perspective, I think the only players that City would be interested in were, would be Saliba, Erdegaard, and Saka, mm. to be honest. So it's quite tough. The only one that I would throw out there is potentially a dark horse is Gabriel Martinelli. Okay. Uh, okay. City are in need of a winger. Certainly, if Bernardo goes, they're very much in need of a new winger. Mm. And Martinelli could fit that bill. Perhaps wouldn't be expecting 90 minutes every single week. Um, but are they equal? I think perhaps the age difference settles that one. Well, I asked what sort of director of football you're going to be in, and you've basically just offered me entire squad. So um, we're off to a strong start. <laughs> Ollie McCool, have you got any? Have you got any up in that? Because it is it is a strong offer. Uh, Ollie Kirsch has come out firing. So, so yeah, you can listen to what Arsenal have to offer. You know, a team that you know got second in the league. You know, they they sustained it for a period of time, but ultimately they're a team of losers. They don't have many <laughs> trophies. They not not many of their squad have won trophies. Whilst Real Madrid, the kings of Europe, the kings not, of world, not, not at the moment, not at the moment, not at the moment, not at the moment. But you know, fourteen-time winners of the Champions League, thirty-odd time winners of La Liga. Um, we've obviously just taken your top target in Jude Bellingham. Um, so, 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 in a kind of bid to rebuild relationships, I would like to make an offer of Federico Valverde. Federico Valverde is a top quality player. Um, we're talking about one of the elite creators in Europe, one of the elite midfielders in Europe. And, you know, he's got ability on the right wing. He can play 
pretty much in the same positions that a Bernardo Silva can play in. Um, and we have a need for a right back in, in uh, someone like Jao Cancelo fits the Real Madrid mould, especially with his ego. Um, and I'm sure a manager of Carlo Ancelotti's stature can tame that somewhat. So Federico Valverde is the offer from Real Madrid, uh, 24 years old. So he's much younger than Cancelo. He's younger than De Bruyne. He's younger than Kovacic. I think, you know, a bit of South American steel would suit Manchester City and their need for some more legs in that midfield perfectly. I tell you what, I'm I'm liking these offers straight away. It's probably uh, probably a decent job being in the city boardroom if if this is what they have to deal with. I, I I'm I could be tempted with either one. I have to say, and with Saliba, I might I might go back to you straight away, Oliver Kirsch, and I might say, yes, Saliba is a player who we would be interested in, but given the close proximity of the deal with Guardiola, maybe we aren't necessarily looking for a centre-back, but I could be tempted in one of your left-backs, Kieran Turney. But would you would you accept a Kieran Turney trade offer plus Bakayo Saka for Cancelo? Plus, plus. I was about to say I'd bite your hand off <laughs> Cancelo and Tierney, but absolutely not with, uh, with absolutely Saka. Absolutely not. The, 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 the best that I could do would be Tierney and Martinelli. Oh, and it's not a bad counter-counter. Um, similarly, I, I do like Valverde, and I've got on my little sheet here coming into it, you know, Valverde would be, would be the guy. But I, I feel like perhaps maybe Cancelo has a... A higher market value, a higher ceiling. So, um, hmm. Anyone else well, you might want to chuck in there, Ollie McCall? Well, you know, um, you know, you look, you look, at, you look at the Real Madrid squad, and this is a squad of immense potential. Um, you know, looking at City's current system, you and looking at the players that Real Madrid have, um, you know, so fullback wise is an area. That we can look at if if you know if Manchester City wanted a, more, a depth option, uh, you know someone who can play mm. in the team. I would suggest someone like Furlan Mendy. Um, okay. You know he's been he's been linked to City before. He's a natural left back. Um, he's clearly not that much in favour at Real Madrid, considering Eduardo Camavinga has replaced him over the last couple of years. But now Camavinga looks to be wanting to play in a midfield role. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Furlan Mendy and Valverde represent a fair deal, really. Cancelo's market value, you know, it's, what, 60, 70 million euros. You know, I think if Real Madrid would sell Valverde, they would be expecting that as a minimum. But um, if it helps strengthen the deal, then I think Furlan Mendy would absolutely be a fair secondary player to put into this deal. And, and and you've swayed me. You've swayed me. Uh, congratulations, Senor Perez. It is it is a deal. Um, Arsenal didn't want the Saka and Turney combination, so it will be Valverde and Ferlan Mendy for Yao Cancelo. Oli McCall goes one nil up as we move on to the second hypothetical trade in today's show. It's uh, it's Calvin Phillips. Now, Oli McCall, long time listeners of the podcast will know you are a. Um, uh, a super fan of Mr. Phillips, it has to be said, one of his favourite, most ardent supporters. So I'm sure you've got a, a bumper deal lined up for me. But uh, Oliver Kirsch, as you are one nil down, we'll start with you. You're um, you're going to be Liverpool, as I'm sure you're delighted by, um, purely for today's show only. No more, no more comparisons with that one. But Oliver McCall, you're going to be Bayern Munich. Kirsch, take it away. What have you got for me, please, Mr. Liverpool? 
opening offer is Thiago Alcantara. <laughs> now, if this was 2015, we'd have been done and dusted right now. But uh, we might have to. We might have the to. Thing, uh... the, 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 hang on, hang on. The thinking here. He's got. He's obviously the profile Pep loves. He's got mm. the Spanish tiki taka heritage about him. City have just lost one 32 year old midfield talisman, mm. and can instantly slot in another in replacement for Calvin Phillips, who barely played a minute of Premier League football or played very few minutes of Premier League football. So this, in effect, is an addition to the City squad as opposed to an outright net loss. Okay. It's a player that Pep likes. He's got the ability. We know that. And I think City, given the injury records over the last couple of years, will be able to keep him in a far better shape than he has been at Liverpool. Recovered it somewhat, I have to say. It was a, a decent, a strong pitch. Um, Oli McCool, or Herr McCool in Bavaria, as I should say. Um, no German accents, please. We don't to offend anybody. But what would you uh, what would you offer for Calvin Phillips? Now, he's a player who obviously has been linked to Bayern Munich. So there is some realism in this. What what, what could City expect to get back off Bayern um, for, for Calvin Phillips? See, see now with Bayern Munich and Manchester City, there's always going to be one player that comes to mind, and that's Joshua Kimmich. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no, that that was a joke. Obviously, Leroy Sane oh. is the player everyone <laughs> thinks of, but um, I would like to offer up one one of either. Um, I think both players would fit perfectly at Manchester City in this current team. You know, Leroy Sane obviously has done it in the Premier League. He's done it at Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, that explosive pace is something Manchester City's wide players somewhat lack in a way. They haven't really replaced that profile in their in their wide areas since. Um, obviously, they've got Haaland who can, you know, exploit defences with his pace, his extreme pace. But um, adding adding someone like Sane back into the squad would be of huge benefit to Manchester City. But Joshua Kimmich, I think, is the more natural uh, fit for this role. Um, you know, obviously, Manchester City's recruitment drive to get Declan Rice failed. But mm. honestly, I think Kimmich is the kind of perfect option for that role. You know, someone who, who who's played at fullback, played under Guardiola at Bayern Munich. Um, his debut season there made 23 appearances in the Bundesliga. Um, he's, it's a player Pep likes. Uh, what is he, 27, 28 years old? So he's, you know, approaching his peak, um, his peak, peak years. I think Joshua Kimmich is the perfect fit for Manchester City in this 3-2-2-3 system uh, alongside Rodri. You know, Kimmich and Rodri, that's just the perfect pairing, isn't it? So I want to say them too. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in here and say Ollie's doing that thing that you know when you're a kid and you're on football manager and the easy way to get a player was to actually create a new manager, take over that club, sell the player for nothing, and then resign and delete that profile. That's what he's doing here because in no in no world are Bayern Munich taking a straight swap, Calvin Phillips for Joshua Kimmich. I love it from the city perspective here, Ollie, but my God, man! At least well, he's trying to be realistic well, here and drive well, a hard well, 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 no. Put, well, put it this way: Joshua Kimmich, his contract is up in 2025. There's not been that much talk of a renewal, as far as things go. Um, you know, Bayern, Calvin Phillips, he's a player they want. Um, and now we're going into the third person here, um, <laughs> but Calvin Phillips, is, Calvin Phillips is a player Bayern Munich are actively targeting. And I think there's one obvious reason why: it's that one of their star midfielders in Goretzka or Kimmich is going to go. And I think, you know, both really are in this current market are, are, will be available. Um, 
I think only one of them will go in the end. But I think if someone came in with an offer for Kimmich, I think you know Bayern Munich would probably accept it. And you know, Cal- and that's probably to make way for someone like Calvin Phillips. Um, so why not just make it easier and make it a straight swap? But then again, if you think it's unrealistic, Leroy Sane is right there and he seems to be angling for a move. And why wouldn't he want to come back to Manchester, a place where he is still almost universally loved? Mm. Um, Maybe not by Pep Guardiola, but I'm sure a quick apology for some dressing room behaviour in 2018-19 can fix that immediately. You don't love him either, Oliver Kirsch? No, I Hater. Yeah, I am a little bit of a hater. Uh, Phenomenal footballer, at least phenomenal ability but I think mm. he he was inconsistent and there were clearly some attitude now he might have outgrown those attitude issues he might not we don't know uh, but you know I distinctly recall that I don't think I ever saw the guy with a smile on his face to be honest <laughs> off the pitch and very rarely on it so I'm, I don't think he's a personality fit but talent wise Absolutely. So if, if he's matured, if he's grown up and he's realised what the good things are in a football career, i.e. winning trophy after trophy for Man City under Pep, I'd welcome him back. But if if he hasn't, if, he, if he's not grown up a bit, then personally, no, I wouldn't want to see him back. Back to our fantasy world then. Oliver Kirsch, I've got a, I've got a counter offer again. And I'm, I'm hoping having offended the, um, well, it's not hard to offend those down at Arsenal, but having offended those in the Arsenal boardroom, I'm hoping this one is, it, it rides a little bit easier. Um, I'm going to say for Calvin Phillips, um, and there might be some wriggle room to add some extra City players in there if, if we see fit. But I, I'd like Stefan Bajetic. Um, a very uh, very un-Spanish name for a Spanish midfielder, but but he's an 18-year-old. He's, he's really lighting up the Liverpool Academy. I think he'll come good. He's my natural sort of defensive midfield replacement. But at the same time in that, I'd also like Ibrahima Canate, a very talented French defender. Is that something that um, tickles your fancy, Mr Liverpool? Are you taking? Are you asking for the double here, Canate and Bacetti? I'm asking for both at once. Yeah, you're asking for both. I don't think that's no equivalent, well, really. I, I think also with the well-documented issues that Liverpool have had at the back, plus an aging Virgil Van Dijk, uh, unreliable Joe Gomez. I think Canate uh, is going to be untouchable. But what I could do. For, what what I could do for you is lad, <laughs> tell tell you what. Just pause it there. Do you do you bash bash your titch? Okay. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, a Diogo Jota again can play across the front three. Mm. Good age profile, twenty six from the Iberian Peninsula. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Jota and Bashetich is the final offer from. The boardroom over at Anfield. I'm, I'm going to immediately say no, but I'm going to I'm going to come back at you with another offer, and this is my hardline final offer. I'm going to say Bajetic, I'm going to say Canate, but alongside Calvin Phillips, you can also get a complimentary Sergio Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> Out. <laughs> well, then it is. There it is. Joshua Kimmich for Calvin Phillips. It's a done deal. 
<laughs> I have to say though, I'm not quite sure they were the uh, what what the market uh, regulators would allow such a swap like that. But um, hey, yeah, we, we, it's not going to help us beat the allegations here if we're swapping <laughs> Phillips for Kimmich. Sit, 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 City's man on the inside does the job there. <laughs> hey, what well, we'll, uh, we'll be we'll do a Shay Charles for Kimmich. How's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Scott Carson for Kimmich sounds about right. Scott Carson. Ah, now if you oh, now if you chuck Scott Carson in instead of Sergio Gomez, we might have a deal. <laughs> Liverpool. Scott Liverpool. Carson's long-awaited return to Anfield, <laughs> Champions League trophy in hand once again. The NFL is here, and it's all about the sweet offers from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FIELDGOAL to sign up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Right, okay, then let's get into some more of these hypothetical NBA City-style trades. Um, this is a, this is an interesting one because it's a fellow who Adam and I spoke about um, earlier in the week as not really having much interest despite being one of the best players in his position in Europe. It is, of course, Laporte. Um, Oliver Kirsch, you're going to be Chelsea. Ollie McCool, I'm unfortunately about to say this, but you're going to be Manchester United. Have a have some moments to stew over that because Oliver Kirsch, Chelsea, they've got plenty of players to to offer me. I've got a I've got a ten man strong shortlist of players that I might be uh, tempted by for Laporte in terms of trading with Chelsea men. So, um, any strong offers to start off with? Yeah, hey man, we'll we'll give you 150 million dollars and it's a deal. <laughs> How's that? That, that was that was good that was good <laughs> opening offer opening offer you know i've been difficult so far that isn't going to change so um i'm going to try and appeal to pep's coaching instincts and do a double of conor gallagher and armando broker bro yeah broker <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Are you sure two you young players. On that? <laughs> yeah, two young players. They've had purple patches in the career. They've done well. There's a lot of question marks, but as I say, going to try and drive a hard bargain here and appeal to Pep's um, Pep's ability to coach and improve and, and work on these. Uh, I'm going to halt, stop short of saying gems here, but <laughs> this is the opening offer, and it's going to be a hard bargain. So um, we, we we can have we can have a Ben Chilwell on reserve. A Ben Chilwell on ice. Okay. Uh, Ollie McCall, what have you got for me? You are Manchester United, obviously. Um, obviously not at heart. No no listeners of you are scared for that. But um, yeah, what, what have you got from the United squad? And the quality isn't as deep, I have to say. So uh, this probably was a little bit difficult. This is incredibly difficult, but uh, Manchester United's need for Laporte so they don't have to play, you know, that Argentinian 
centre back I will not name because he's just terrible. Uh, look at me, really bigging up this, the, my, the, represent, the representing clubs players here. Um, I, I think I think there's t- for me there's two players in the Manchester United squad who are even remotely comparable in talent and ability to uh, I'm Eric Laporte, and that's Marcus Rashford and as a second choice maybe Mason Mount. I, okay. I, there is there is such poor quality in this squad. Um, but I think as the director of football of Manchester United, or as they call them, the football director, um, I, I think I, I think I'd, you know, the protest of the Green and Gold Army would storm my office if I sold Marcus Rashford to Manchester City. So he may have just come in the door, but my, but Mason Mount walk right back out of it if Americ Laporte's coming in. Uh, that's my offer. Now, now this is a little bit of a personal bias because you were someone who has uh, gone on record as to saying they don't rate Mason Mount a lot. So, is is there any sort of you know? Are you trying to override Ten Hag here? He's just got his man. Are you trying to ship him out as a? Oh, I don't even know who the uh, football director is at United anymore. I haven't got. I haven't got a clue. Um, Mate, United I mean, I mean, don't know who the football director <laughs> is at United. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing with Mason Mount, I personally don't think he's that good a player i think especially in the city squad he'd mm. comfortably be their worst senior midfielder um or least best to be polite um but you know you're being offered conor gallagher how about being offered the better chelsea academy graduate in midfield and that is mason mount um you know and i, and I think and i think you know if this was to be a real life deal um i think this is about as close as it as real between realism as you can get for comparing quality and ability in a team the need of a player i mm. i think manchester united need and i need and i merit laporte more than manchester city need would need mason mount mm. but i think it's the only player really who's comparable and that also has a semi hint of realism about a potential transfer happening or did before this summer at least yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to come back to to Kirsch with an offer, and, I, and I'm hoping again, having annoyed the Arsenal directors, having had the Liverpool one storm out. I'm hoping it's third time lucky because I'm confident with this counter offer. Laporte, you know, he's he's in his prime, one of the best central defenders in in my money anyway in Europe, and and certainly somebody having had just had the news about um the injury to Wesley Fofana that you know. Chelsea do need a centre-back, so this is something that they should be looking to get across the line. I'm going to ask for Laporte's signature. Lewis Hall, who is a talented teenager, he did, uh, I remember, a Carabao Cup game against City last mm. season where he played really well, can play at left-back, can play in midfield. And I'm also going to ask for Laporte, uh, Nonny Madwaki as well, another young English talent, you know. Two young players, you said you wanted to appeal to Pep's coaching judgment. I don't think mm. uh, Conor, Gallag- Conor Gallagher and uh, Armando Broja are doing just that, but I think these two players, we could start to get to work with something. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. And you're right on the young player side as well. The thing is with Chelsea is they're in such a precarious position with how they were last season. Or how we were, if I'm role-playing Todd Bowley here. But, <laughs> um, you know, they, they do want to start getting that squad settled. So when I'm looking down that list at players like players like James, players like Chilwell, they're going to want to keep hold of them, ultimately. Now, one of the first ones on my mind actually was Cucurella to see if he wanted a second bite of that cherry and to mm-hmm. see if City wanted a second bite of that cherry. Um, so, 
Yeah, Lewis Hall, he, he had a great game. I think it was early in the season. He was up against uh, Rico down our right side. I think it was in that Carabao mm. tie. Um, he looked good, Madueke as well. Um, you know you want to. I can, I can see those yeah, I, I, starting I think, to turn. Yeah. I think I think from a Chelsea perspective, it absolutely works. If yeah, if I'm if I'm just role playing the Chelsea side here, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and I would actually say you've kind of bent over backwards here, to be honest, because I like was expecting, yeah, 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 I was expecting that counter offer to be looking at one of the two fullbacks between James and Chilwell. Mm. Um, as or Cucurelli, you said he had a long list. And Chelsea have got a long list. I've actually been scrolling for three hours now and I'm still making my way down the squad <laughs> list here. But um, yeah, for that counter offer, I, I would absolutely snap your hand off. Yeah, Madweke and Lewis Hall. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I'd, I'd be interested to see what the listeners think because I, I think, you know, two young talents, two um, players who will be able to absorb uh, Guardiola's coaching. Laporte obviously wants out of City. Real life reports are suggesting, you know, it's a 30 million valuation or something along those lines. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm more than happy, Mr. Chelsea, to take your hand off for that one. Uh, Oli McCauley, is that a, a deal that you think is... Who, who, who do you think has got the best deal there, if it was to come true? Chelsea, Laporte for uh, Lewis Hall and uh, Nani Madweki? Well, if you consider Laporte's status at Manchester City, I think you know the two those two Chelsea players would be the perfect pick for for City. Really, uh, Madweke fills in a gap at right wing that's probably mm. about to open up with, if not one, maybe two departures. Um, Laporte isn't. I don't want to say he's not wanted at City because I'm sure if you know they didn't have Guardiola coming in, they'd you know either offer him a new deal or you know Pep would just placate him with a few minutes at the start of the season and you know keep him around another year. But um, you know. City have a better player coming in or a, a more suited player, shall we say, um, you know, for the dressing room and on the pitch. So I think, I think, I think either side is getting a fair deal there. You know, Chelsea need a, a centre back who can anchor that defence properly and lead it. I don't think they have that yet, even with Thiago Silva, because he's, you know, what, 38, 39 mm-hmm. now. He's aging out. You know, Levi Colwell is an extremely good talent. Wesley Fofana has injury issues and he's obviously out for this season as well, apparently with an ACL injury. Benoit Badia-Shile, he's, he's looked good since he's come in, but is he a leader? Can he can he lead a defence at 22 years old? I'm not convinced by him yet. So I think I'm quite amazed in, in reality that Chelsea have never considered Laporte in the last year or so because mm. it seems a quite obvious deal for a lot of Premier League clubs, not just Chelsea. Especially when they are reportedly looking at Harry Maguire um, for a similar price point. So it says a lot about the uh, organisation and the running of that football club anyway. Um, final one then, and it's the big one, the one I'm most excited about. Obviously a player who has for a long time been touted with a move away from City, but no club has had the cash here we go. Here is the chance for those teams across the continent to get their hands on Bernardo Silva. Oli McCool, your Paris Saint-Germain, PSG. Oliver Kirsch, your Barcelona. Um, Kirsch, as always, you're going first. Take it away. Plenty of players in the Barcelona squad. The quality has reduced somewhat over the last few years, so I'm interested to see where you go with this one. Yeah, this was tough. Uh this is really tough. Now, if I really want to be cheeky about this, I'll offer you Ilkay Gundogan. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we'd all take it. 
uh, and chucking in Eric Garcia as well. Oh, no, wow. the, the, okay, no chance. It, there was, uh, to be fair, there was a lot of deliberation on this because I think it's possible to go overboard because Barca do have some mm. extremely strong young talents. Uh, and it was also possible to lowball. But I'm going to go with what I suspect or who I suspect will be the first name on everyone's lips is what would be a fair trade, mm. which is FDJ, Frankie Dion. Nice, nice and simple. I'm liking the sound of it. Ollie McCall, PSG. Um, they've had a shift in sort of the way they operate over the last few years. They've obviously had the big money Galactico signings. They've moved away from that. And, and I have to say, they've got a, an exciting squad. One of uh, Europe's most exciting teams heading into the new season. So again, looking forward to see what's uh, what's presented in front of me. Well, we all know the main saga that's going on with Paris Saint-Germain. Um, a player with one year left on his deal at the club are insistent on selling, getting rid of, or he renews. And he doesn't want to renew. So I offer Kylian Mbappe. It's straight up. You know, Pat, <laughs> I, I, Pat, He's doing he, it he, again. He, football manager, <laughs> add new manager. No, but, but, how, but, how, but if you look at the situation... Kylian Mbappe wants out of the club. He wants to he wants to see off he wants to see off his deal and leave. He doesn't want to renew his contract. PSG don't want to lose him on a free, but they want Bernardo Silva. These are two players who are arguably as close as in quality as we've seen in this whole episode. Um, for me, you know, it's it's a right winger for a right winger essentially. It makes perfect sense. It makes absolutely perfect sense. City continue signing the best in the world. Paris Saint Germain reclaim something of value for Kylian Mbappe and the and the money and the effort they've invested into him while signing a superstar they've been tracking for a number of years. And Bernardo gets his move closer to the Iberian Peninsula. Might not be on the Iberian <laughs> Peninsula, but it's um it's a few hours closer at least. Well yeah it's a, a train journey from King's Cross. And and, <laughs> and 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 really do you want if you're gonna pay seven hundred grand a week in wages, would you rather do it for Frankie Dion or Kylian Mbappe? Uh, I mean, do you want the do you want the See, world super do you want a world superstar who is arguably going to be the biggest player in the game alongside Erling Haaland? You could combine the two of them, and Pep Guardiola as the genius he is, I'm sure, could manage Kylian Mbappe. Um, or do you want a midfielder who you know clearly doesn't want to leave Barcelona, has already rejected Manchester City, has already rejected living in Manchester just last year? You know, you've got a player who wants some, who who wants to go somewhere else, and you've got a player who you know wants to, you know, move closer, move closer to home. I think this deal makes perfect sense. But if you don't want Kylian Mbappe, I'm sure there's a deal that can be worked out. Well then, well then, there's. <laughs> I can't believe. Gauntlet laid down. Gauntlet laid down. No, you know, beat, I, beat that I, I get my ass kicked. I get my ass kicked when I say that I would absolutely have Mbappe and that I would absolutely do a swap, Bernardo, for Mbappe. The problem is that we're talking about an 80 to 100 million pound excess fee here, not a straight swap. Well, if Manchester City want to throw in another player as well, feel free. See, the, the the thing is, I'm one of those people who really don't, really doesn't think Kylian Mbappe should 
be at Manchester City. I don't think, first of all, the fit works. And second of all, I don't think he'd enjoy it. I think it would dis, uh, disrupt the dressing room even more, having just got rid of some bad eggs in this episode alone. Um, what, what What is it about the fascination, Oliver Kirsch, with... Why? Why? Because I I look at it on face value and I just think it stinks. Like it, and this is real life me talking now. It, you know, I, I look at it and go, it just doesn't make sense in any sort of logical thinking way. He's a an egotist, an extremely good footballer, but City have one of them in Erling Haaland. They don't need they don't need another one. Maybe they could do with another one, but they don't need another one. And Erling Haaland's a much nicer person. The the reason I am so open to having Mbappe at City, I know it's some it's probably not going to happen, but the reason I would absolutely take him is that I think for somebody to be that good, that good, that despite the ego, there is a, a prevailing element of professional focus. And I am optimistic that that could be managed within the CFA environment with Pep at the helm and with a team of winners around him that have been there and done it all. I think the environment is key. You stick Mbappe over in that United team, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo part two. I have no doubt about mm. that. But I think the, the footballing excellence environment that we have alongside the characters in the squad and the fact that we're simply zero tolerance for any bullshit with the players, mm. um, I don't think you can pass up his talent for maybe some testing first few months as we bed him into the squad personality. But for that kind of talent, to have him now, I mean, imagine that front three or front four of Foden, Haaland, Mbappe, obviously De Bruyne, it's Grealish thrown it. It's like, how can you say no? How can you say no? I know it's unrealistic, but I, I absolutely would would take it. I, I think there's that kind of dreamy optimist in all of us. And, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll test your resolve with it, Amos. You know, combine having three world's premier young talents in Haaland, Mbappe and Foden in one squad would just be immense. I think it would it would just be an int- one of those interesting football experiments because, you know, we've got three players who are all absolutely at the top of their game, who, who all have, you know, something to prove to, to someone. Erling Haaland wants to break every goal record ever. Kylian Mbappe wants to break every goal record ever. Phil Foden wants to be Manchester City's greatest ever player, probably wants to be the Premier League's greatest ever player. And I think all three, putting all three of them in one squad, you know, Phil Foden in midfield, Mbappe, Mbappe on the wing, Haaland through the middle. And then you combine that with players around them who are the, who are the more selfless types, who are the you know, more self-sacrificing types for the squad. I think, I think that would just be special to watch. Whether it works or not, it's entirely different. But, you know, I'm not Pep Guardiola. It's not my job to do that. Well, it's a convincing argument. Um, as always, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a counter-offer in there. It's going to go to Barcelona. I'm going to say for Bernardo Silva. And I'm, I'm testing my luck a little bit. But I've, I'm informing you, the media leaks have happened. PSG are open. In fact, they are willing to offer Kylian Mbappe for Bernardo Silva. I'm instead going to go for a player who... I think might suit City a little bit more and obviously has that age difference. I'm going to say Pedri for Bernardo Silva. Is that something that the uh, the Coulers uh, are interested in over in Catalonia, Ali Kirsch? Well, he was one of the two names that, as I said before, when I was looking at the list and thinking about this, that they might have been overboard. Hello. One is Pedri and one is Gavi. Oh, of course. I thought we were on then. I thought we were on. Soft, Mbappe, I, could, I could take Mbappe. I could take Mbappe. Le- <laughs> 
threatening me here. <laughs> the Masias, you know, the, the thing is with Pedri and Gavi is that they, they have value beyond their market mm. value as footballers in isolation and that they are the two next generation crown jewels of La Masia. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously a player like De Jong's supreme talent isn't a Barcelona product. So I think it adds something different. And, it, and as well for Pedro and Gabi, it's something they've not had since Messi left, that that homegrown talisman mm. uh, driving the club forward. So what I will counsel with... Okay. What I will counsel with is we'll keep FDJ in the mix and we'll go with... Ferran's horrors. <clears throat> no, we'll we'll, <laughs> um, we'll keep him in the mix and we'll throw in deadline days fast approaching. Yeah, this is tough. This is really tough because there's an there's such a huge drop off in the quality at Barcelona yeah, once you get past those mad. those first few kill- players. Um, What's that, Killian? You want to you want to work with Pep Guardiola? Oh, oh! All right, we'll um, we'll go out. with we'll go with Frankie De Jong and Andreas Christensen to fill that big hole left behind by Emerit Laporte. <laughs> Let's do it! <laughs> Let's do it! Deal. We're on. We're on. Deal. Deal. Pathetic. Oh, Liverpool Just laughing pathetic. away over there. We're on. Pathetic, That's the art of the yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in. We're in. We're in. I'll take that. I'll take that. You're a coward. <laughs> You're a coward. <laughs> Man said Mbappe for Bernardo and no cash. <laughs> oh, this has been fun. Um, right, okay, let's wrap it there. Some fantastic deals. We'll do another one of these later on in the transfer window. But um, Ollie McCall, some some good wheeling and dealing there. Plenty of fun was had. I won three one, so I don't really care. <laughs> hey, unlike no, the quiz, that. unlike the yeah, quiz, was it not too well? That wasn't. Was it? Was it, it not? not? Yeah, oh, Latour, yeah. uh, Madweke, and uh, oh, Lewis you took. Oh, you took the Chelsea. Oh, you did take did the Chelsea. Say, yeah, yeah. Shock, Laporte shock, and Bernardo to Chelsea head, yeah. and Barca, Chancelo and Phillips to Madrid and Bayern. Well, I think I've helped that Manchester City there. So you know, as a City fan, I'm happy with that. Um, Oliver Kirsch lots of fun thank you very much pleasure Um, if you are new around here please hit subscribe smash a like leave a rating and a review as well until next time we'll see you later TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end-of-season running with McDelivery. 
great food delivered right to your door. By using McDelivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running, and just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.